Welcome back to Return to Oz Minute. We're analyzing the 1985 Disney film Return to Oz one sneaky minute at a time. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And coming back for the final day of this week, he's still here. <laughs> yep, I'm Dan MacArthur. <laughs> I was like, did you forget who we're talking to? Because we've been talking to Dan all this week. We have converted another person to watching Return to Oz. It just makes me so happy. And he's back to talk to us about Minute 52, which starts with Jack's first sighting of TikTok, frozen in the palace room. And it ends with Dorothy whispering her plan to TikTok. But we don't get to hear it! <sighs> I was trying to relate the the opening to look, Jack, and I was like, uh, I've got nothing. <laughs> uh, well, my first note actually concerns Jack, who is not a very good sneak, because he is very loud, not through any fault of his own, just through the fact that he's made of twigs. And, you know, a pumpkin head, and he's trying to sneak in a room that is floored in mirror, <laughs> and it's not very quiet. He's also wearing shoes. Oh, that's right. Which, you know, our shoes, if you're, you know, that your foot basically fills the shoe. Uh, if his feet look like his hands, there's going to be a lot of flapping. <laughs> well, and especially compared to Dorothy, who, as we all know, is barefoot at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, sorry, uh, Dan, what were you going to say? I was just saying how, yeah, with this twigs, all the creaking and clacking. and I mean, it is, like, behind the scenes-wise, great audio design work. Yeah, it's it's really neat. I'm actually trying to look up to see who would have been, because I'm pretty sure we just have sound department. Nothing, like, specific of who would have been doing that. But kudos to all of you guys. <laughs> They're all guys, right? Yeah, of course they are. Um, yeah, it's it's a really good, it's really good sound design. Um, and he starts to ask Dorothy something. She does the little librarian shushing of him, which for the record, as a librarian, we don't actually do that. <laughs> Believe me, if you're being too loud, we're not going to do the shushing noise. We're going to come over there. Um, <laughs> and... Jack asks if he can call Dorothy mom, even if it isn't so. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a guy. I don't know if this is like a really heartwarming thing. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. That's for sure. But <laughs> I mean, she definitely takes it as a compliment. Yeah. It's kind of a crazy smile. <laughs> Maybe tone it down a little for Rusa, but uh, I mean, it's 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 cute. It's fine. And I obviously liked it when I was first taking notes because I have an exclamation point. <laughs> Like, she agrees Jack can call her mom. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, Jack was asking if this is TikTok. Uh, she says yes, and they creep over to him. And then Dorothy whispers into his air quotes ear. <laughs> so you get to see all of, um, other than the one who doesn't exist yet, you get to see all her companions, although you don't get to hear TikTok this week. Yeah, Sorry. it's too bad. <laughs> well, we don't get to hear him speak. He does make a slight, like, TikTok rotating noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you hear his thought workings going. Yeah, the mechanics. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. I also love her little, like, can you hear me? Don't say yeah. anything. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and then she says, you know, this is Jack. He turns to look at him. That's a pretty great introduction. I like that this movie takes the time for two characters in Oz to meet each other, if that makes sense. And, and The Wizard of Oz kind of did this, too, of, like, I, I feel like a lot of movies, you would see Dorothy meeting everyone, but this movie takes the moment for these two characters to have their first yeah. interaction. Let's just, we don't see how it plays out yet, though. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I, I am a huge TikTok fan, so I always root for more of him. Did you end up having a favorite of the companions through all this? Uh, I might lean towards the Gump, just because he was kind of sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty good. And with a little more cause than Belina. Yeah. <laughs> Belina has the sass, but he, he definitely has his reason. I think as a kid, I really loved Jack. I kind of remember that. I mean, I, I always liked it. I didn't dislike anyone, but I have been going on about TikTok and Belina, and I will soon be going on about the Gump. And Jack just hasn't made as much of an impression on me watching this movie as an adult. But I definitely, as a kid, like, that was the most recognizable. Like, you saw him and you instantly knew, oh, that's Return to Oz. A problem with him might be A Nightmare Before Christmas and Jack Skellington. Nowadays, if you see that, you know, kind of that image, that's what you think of first. Yeah. And, I mean, they're both named Jack. I mean, it's not even... I mean, I I get, because Jack and... (laughs) Yeah, okay. But, um... I didn't even think that could be it, but that makes total sense because, again, as a kid, that was pre-Nightmare Before Christmas. You're right. This doesn't... I bet if you show this to kids... Well, I mean, no kids. (laughs) I shouldn't say no kids, but you know what I mean. But I I think when we were growing up, like, this was one of the things you could point to and be like, look, it's Return to Oz. And you're right. They would say, look. It's Nightmare Before Christmas, except something slightly off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Which, they're really missing out, because I love that Jack has the little lid. Yes. (laughs) Of his jack-o'-lantern. I, for some reason, just think that is absolutely adorable. Oh, because he was carved. Jack Skellington, right, look, he's... He just... Magical, or enchanted. He just was. Yeah, (laughs) the skeleton. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he's like the evolutionary next step. Yeah, here we get to uh, to witness Jack trying to sneak across the floor to TikTok. We've perfectly engineered to last a thousand years versus a pile of sticks held together by string <laughs> stuffed into a shirt and pants. You know, I didn't think of that. And with a head that can spoil. Yeah. I didn't think of that. That's such a good contrast. TikTok was waiting eons for Dorothy to show up. <laughs> Jack, you know, whatever. He's here. He won't be here in a few more days. They we don't know. They bounce each other. Well, if he's kept outside and it's cold enough, he'll last longer than that. I mean, not forever, but... Um, yeah, I love that. The co- I didn't think about like, the contrast between the industrial and agricultural... Uh, agrarian? I'm not sure which word is more appropriate, but you guys get the idea, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, it, it, it's, uh, it's just like... It's, we'll make another Lord of the Rings comparison. Uh, Jack is sort of, you know, the Gandalf or Radagast, and TikTok is industrial. He's Count Dooku. Mm-hmm. 
TikTok is modern and slick and metal. Uh, Jack is just, and he's goods of the earth, enchanted. Mm. Not that TikTok is evil. <laughs> no, no. Um, TikTok is faster and more intense. They are in a large tower right now. <laughs> just to just to throw throw it out there. Yeah, I guess I'm sure there are whole college courses on the fact that when you talk about these stories that contrast like agrarian societies and then industrial and stuff like that, the industrial is always the evil one. And that I'm, you know, like I said, I feel like I'm going down a rabbit hole and there probably are like whole college courses on why that is because not to knock it, but like some good stuff came out of the industrial revolution too. And some bad stuff was happening under the old systems. (laughs) I don't think this is as black and white as uh, Lord of the Rings, even though he swears it's not an allegory. But come on, did you watch the Ents destroy? Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, man, I just, I, I never put that together, but I do really like the contrast between them. And the fact that it works in both cases, like it worked in The Wizard of Oz with the Scarecrow and the Tin Man, who became best buds. Uh it works here. I mean, TikTok looks a little surprised when he sees Jack, but he's ready for plan. Yeah, they, they'll be fast friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just wish we got to hear more of what the plan is. It's kind of driving me nuts. I just want to know. <laughs> Very impatient person. It's kind of hard to go minute by minute sometimes. <laughs> I mean, if I remember right, they don't even but... tell us the plan, really. They, we just watch it unfold for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So it starts going wrong. You don't even realize what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, man. Well, at least your week wasn't too scary. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> we, we heard about a lot of scary things, but now that you've seen the rest of the movie, you understand. It's okay. Oh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's mostly just the sound is amazing. The sound is amazing. So yeah, kudos to the entire sound department. I'm also impressed in a scene like that with so many mirrors. You don't see any like crew members or you know things sneak up in shots. Yeah, I mean this room must have been an absolute beast to film in, and it's gorgeous. Oh, I forgot to mention when they're sneaking past like the window, and there's like almost the lazy design on the window. I mean this is beautiful. Yeah. It's. It's a great set, and you're right. I don't think we ever catch anyone in the mirrors. There was kind of a shadow in one, but, like, it, it was only because I was staring at it. I'm like, I guess that could be the blurry outline of a person, and then I started to kind of creep myself out. <laughs> um, I, I didn't need a whole, like, three men and a baby cardboard cutout situation, so I stopped looking at that. Um, but... Yeah, the the whole set is great, and I didn't realize until watching this minute by minute, the uh, mandolin, liar, loop, whatever we're calling it, is still there on the sofa. Mombi left it there when she was done playing and went and changed her head, and she just, I guess, hasn't come back out here? Or the other head doesn't care about it. Yeah, I mean, because it's right in the middle of the chair, so I guess she's just been doing other stuff all afternoon. I mean, it's nighttime, so okay, <laughs> fine, she doesn't need now but i was just kind of surprised i was like even if you weren't the head that plays it wouldn't you like move it off you know put it on the table or something to the side so maybe she was busy plotting evilly to take dorothy's head (laughs) oh maybe maybe 
there must I mean there must be some essence of Mombi that continues because she does know to switch heads. Like there's something that, that continues, even if the memories don't. Maybe she does know, oh, if I see something that's weird, like a mandolin out, I shouldn't mess with it because I might have a memory about that in another head. Because hmm. she puts the other head back on, it's not going to know that, you know, head 15 uh, took it to the music cabinet or, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Or is this just more for the messy mommy theory? She doesn't put away her stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, that works pretty well, too. So it's for the wheelers to come in. They'll, they'll clean up for her. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, oh, God. They'll behave. I just imagined the wheelers <laughs> on this mirrored floor, and it was bad. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah, no. Let's not do that. <laughs> Hear that squeaking? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Does anyone else have any notes on this minute, which does not feature wheelers on horrible noise? <laughs> like, blah. No, I think I'm all... Huh? <laughs> Uh, well, since it's Friday, we wanted to, A, thank you for joining us this week, um, but also say if there's anything else you wanted to talk about in this movie. I know we've done that a little bit off and on all this week, but uh, outside of these minutes, it's free range, whatever. Any thoughts that you had on this movie that you wanted to share with the world? Uh, nothing jumps out at me. I just, like I said earlier in the week, I... Enjoyed a lot of the later effects. The Gnome King was pretty cool. Just you can you can tell there's a transition between claymation and then like an actor in a costume, but it's still relatively seamless. Uh, when we get there, I'm sure I'll be sharing them on the Listener Society. But if you want to Google in the meantime, there are some great behind-the-scenes photos of um, both the guy who made like the claymation uh-huh. version. And then, is it Nickel Williamson? It's something like that. I should know his name, but we're not there yet. Um, (laughs) And then him in his costume, like, heading for set or something like that. Yeah, he was just a pretty cool character. Yeah. he, He pays off in ways I did not expect. Especially given that when I was a little kid, I watched this a lot, and then... You know, I grew up and it wasn't on the Disney Channel anymore, or, or at least not enough that I was catching it. And I didn't think about this movie for a really long time. And then when I rewatched it, I had kind of forgotten about the Gnome King. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I suppose I knew he was there, but like, I remembered Mombi, I remembered the Palace of Objects, but not the connecting thread between them that's the big bad guy. <laughs> So it was it was a fun rediscovery. Yeah, it was a yeah. great movie, and I'm glad you guys introduced it to me. <laughs> it's working, Mike. It's working. <laughs> the return to Oz Renaissance. <laughs> We're doing it. You'd think the 30th anniversary and all the BuzzFeed listicles would have, but nope, it's us um well if people want to find out more about this podcast where should they go you can find us at return to ozminute.com weogtiogpiog.com same site uh look for us on social media for ozminute on twitter facebook instagram kind of uh, <laughs> we've also got the facebook group the return to oz minute listeners flying sofa and you know that's just going to be getting 
getting better once the sofa comes, you know, once once we get the sofa together and get it in the air. Sofas can't. Sofas can't fly. <laughs> oh, you just wait, sir. <laughs> and um, and Dan, you know, if uh, people just can't get enough of you, where should they be looking for you? Oh, they can find me on Facebook, poking around the listener groups. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm glad you poke around in the listeners' groups and were willing to take a chance on being a guest on our podcast. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me. That was really fun. Um, I, I very much enjoyed meeting you in real life and basically informing you that you needed to come on our podcast. Uh. Just a whole room of people, and I was like, so, who wants to be on? Well, it was a pleasure. <laughs> Nice. Glad we could uh, partially bring back a little bit of what you remembered about the movie, and then get you get you all the way in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Mike and I will be back on Monday to put this plan into action. But until then, I think we're ready to sign off. Weog. Tiog. Piog. That was a good one. <laughs>